Are you ready? Mind. Body. Emotions. Spiritual connection. Together, this is Holistic Health. If you're ready to elevate your game, to be more prepared than those around you, for anything, for everything, this is where you tune in. This is where you turn it on. Be what this world needs. Brand new. Inspirational. Intentional. Cue the coach and rise up. And bring your A-game to the table. Let's do this. Episode 53, Balance. Hello out there, everybody. Hope all is well in your world today. I know it is pretty good on my end. Um, however, today's episode is going to be about balance. And really, uh, it's going to be about being able to forgive yourself when you mess up a little bit. And I say this because life has thrown me a nice couple of curveballs over the last couple of weeks while I'm in the middle of doing this belly off challenge. And the reason why I set this thing up to be three months in the first place is to leave room for error, leave room for challenges, and for things to come up. Because let's face it, life is not just a playground that does not have any challenges or struggles within it. So that being said, I know there have been plenty of times in my life that I have set up uh, curveballs <laughs> that were so far, far in the past that they didn't come to hit me in the face until much later on in life. And that's pretty much what I'm dealing with right now. And if I don't manage my responsibilities appropriately, no amount of trying to take care of this belly fat is going to do anything worthwhile for me because that visceral fat starts building back up when you're totally stressed out and you're not handling it well, your body reacts in that negative way and you get all bloated, constipated, uncomfortable, all this excess fat around your organs, it's not pleasant. Right, so while I am going to report to you today that this past week really nothing has moved much in the uh, way of the scale. In fact, I think I'm at almost identical um, BMI waist and pants size and pounds that I was last Friday. And that's a good thing. You know, I did not go backwards, um, although some of my eating habits did. So. This week is going to be a little bit more challenging to catch up because um, I definitely had some chocolate for sure and I definitely had some struggles with some sleepless nights here and there and uh, I'm just going to get raw and honest here on this podcast and tell you guys what I'm going through. So I got a second divorce about 
it's it's going on about eight years ago now, and uh, I'm married now for the third time, <laughs> and it's just part of what I want, you know, part of what I want is to be in a healthy, committed relationship, and there was some struggles that ended that last marriage, and within these last seven years, I've been trying to build this coaching business and create this podcast and go to school for ministerial training and I was trying to write a book and I was, the bottom line is I was trying to bite off more than I could chew and <clears throat> in order to manage it, what I did was take myself out of full-time employment when I was in sales and hating my life and watching my hair grow grayer and grayer as the time went on, if that's even a word, grayer. And um, ironically, since I quit that job, my hair actually started to grow back in color. So there definitely was some undue stress going on at an early age in that career choice. And I never wanted to follow my career out of state just to keep a specific position. I really preferred the customer service end of things in call centers for um, AT&T or Verizon, whichever of the two companies I had worked for over several years. And uh, sales is really the only thing without a college education in finance or marketing or IT that has been available. And um, as we know, it's pretty expensive to go to a decent college these days to get those things uh, underway, to get a master's or doctorate or what have you in these fields that lead to the big paychecks in New Jersey. So I've always put physical connection with my children and emotional connection with my children ahead of being a financial provider. And both the state of New Jersey and my ex-wife strongly disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> and uh, so now I am facing a court date coming up because I've been very sporadic with my child support and my support of my children's uh, extracurricular activities and um, child care expenses. So I'm being taken to court for a very large sum of money uh, that is probably triple the amount that I could possibly make in a year now that I'm gainfully employed again uh, working at Amazon in a warehouse. And um, I won't say anything bad about Amazon as I work there, um, but it is not something that I had wanted to choose to do. But now that I have chosen, of course, I will do my best to be the best employee that I can be and to move up the ladder as quickly as I possibly can um, while still maintaining integrity and actually doing it very smart this time and making sure that I really know each and every piece of the puzzle as I walk up the ladder so that I keep this job for a long while and make sure that I get the financial aspect of my holistic health under wraps, and then I can eventually share this stuff with you. So this is me getting raw and naked here. You know, this is me telling you exactly what's going on with me today um, with something that I'm not very proud of. And I hope that being a human being that's sharing with you some very real life experience will be 
to my advantage rather than to my detriment. And uh, we all make mistakes, right? And we all might have ideals and principles to stand on. And that doesn't mean that because we do and that that's our worldview that it's necessarily the correct one. And I feel like I'm definitely getting a much, much clearer high, high perspective, like an eagle eye view of all of this stuff. And um, rather than approaching this from a victim mentality in any way, shape or form, I'm in this position where I'm like, oh, wow. I am finally going to put to bed this age old struggle of financial challenges. And uh, it's kind of like, for me, it's like being in Egypt and discovering the tip of some amazing artifact and then starting to uncover that artifact and finding that there's a whole civilization of artifacts and temples and monuments and pyramids to be unearthed, to be some like eighth wonder of the world, right? Or ninth wonder of the world. Um, so that's the way I, I choose to look at it. That's the way I choose to look at my challenges. And that's how we achieve balance is by being able to take a look at our struggles, even our deepest, deepest struggles, and take all of the hardship out of it for the most part. I mean, it's not realistic to say take all of the hardship out, but take a great deal of the hardship out by reframing the entire challenge. First of all, not calling it a problem and not saying that it's something that you hate or I just wish it would go away. All of that language is deconstructive and it's not constructive. And then I can sit here and beat myself up. Oh, well, I ate chocolate. I didn't sleep well. I felt like crap all week. I was dreading putting this podcast together because I failed the audience that I'm trying to approach. You know, I could say all of that, and I'm sure that, as, as a matter of fact, I know that those were thoughts that all ran through my mind. Um, you can call, I can call myself a fraud. I can, you know, say, say whatever I will negative about myself if I choose to. Um, but sometimes I choose to just observe that for a little bit and say, hmm, it's pretty interesting that I, I look at things that way. You know, and then I can say, well, Hmm, it's also pretty interesting that there is another way to view this and a way to view this from a higher perspective. From beyond my ego, from beyond all the bullshit that I have put myself through in the past and rise up above it. I don't need to be a victim anymore. Um, I haven't been, I haven't felt like a victim in a very, very, very long time. I know that I am a conscious co-creator with my life, with God as long as I choose to observe God and what God can do for me in my life. And, um, you know, if you don't know my perspective on God or you care to know my perspective on God, just listen to my previous episodes and over time you'll get a good understanding of how I feel about it. Um, Dogma is not a huge strong point of mine, although I'm studying to be a minister of the science of mind teaching. Um, so that is my religious affiliation, but I see God very open-mindedly, um, in a very, very empowering way where faith is very easy to come by.
doesn't take a lot of struggle. But anyway, I digress and go back here to the topic at hand of balance. So all of that is to just say that yes, I struggled through this week. I didn't make any major meaningful changes in my abdominal muscles, my obliques, my BMI, my weights, waist size, my hip size or pants size, and that's okay. And if you have moments like that, that that happens, that's also okay. Failure is a part of every success. Anyone that will tell you that there's no failure in success was never really successful, honestly, to begin with. If you could ask Henry Ford, if you could ask Nikola Tesla, or you could ask Thomas Edison, or you could ask George Washington, or Ben Franklin, or any of the most fantastic, famous people in the world that have been monumental inventors or athletes, all of them will tell you that failure is a part of their story. And it's not how many times you fail, but it's what you learn through your failures and how you allow it to affect you that matters. So I know that just like in Napoleon Hill's book, um, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, I think that was Napoleon Hill, I might be misquoting that, but anyway, <laughs> um, I, I did a, an episode on the book and now I can't even remember for sure if it was him or Dale Carnegie or one of the greats there, but anyway, they say in that book, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, to develop inspirational dissatisfaction. And uh, to me, it matters not who said it, but whether it's true or not. And that is absolutely a true statement, that when you can turn your failures into inspirational dissatisfaction, it becomes an asset, it becomes a tool, it becomes a piece of you that helps to get to that next level. And I still have till May 4th to just get rid of, man, I mean, probably only about 10 pounds of fat, really, um, in a very difficult place right around that belly midsection there, and to replace it with some really good, strong, lean, flexible muscle. And uh, I'm still going to do it. Still absolutely going to get there. And I'm going to continue to achieve balance um, one day at a time to the best of my ability. And I always keep my mind focused on being able to stay balanced and connected to my responsibilities and upping the ante on ones that I tried to bury my head in the sand from years ago. So what part of your life have you tried to bury or leave hidden or escape or just put behind you and think, oh, as long as I think positive and I change my life and I live in a better, healthier mindset now, all of that stuff doesn't matter, it just goes away. Right, think about that. Is there anything there in your life? Because this world operates on a pendulum with everything. There is always a positive and negative. There is an up or down. There is a heaven and hell. There is a yin and yang. There is always an opposite. So if you 
swing towards the level of having a whole bunch of debts, for example, and you just let them all hang out there and you try and bury your head in the sand, you're not neutralizing anything in that perspective. You're just postponing the judgment of it, postponing the judgment of your sins. <laughs> this is about as real as sin gets for me, right? You postpone the judgment of your sins, and then at some point, you reap what you sow, and the harvest comes up, and you have a bunch of shit to deal with, right? So don't bury something. Think about that. What is there something, what something is it for you? That's my something. My something is that I buried, I tried to bury debts. I tried to hide and think that once my credit score went up and things dropped off my credit that I was going to be free and clear of a whole bunch of debts that I had. And that's not the case. So now I have to take the choice in the pendulum swing and swing it all the way up to the positive and say, I'm going to face it, I'm going to unearth it, I'm going to look at everything that I unearth as a buried treasure that is going to help magnify my purpose in life, that is going to help magnify my standing, my integrity, my confidence. All of that stuff can be brought up by me bringing balance to this thing that I buried. So what do you have? What do you have that's buried that you would love to see transformed? So that's what I have for you today. That's what I'm going to leave you with. This is going to be very short and very sweet. And um, that's it for today, really. I just want to point out one other thing. Um, I got a, a strange social media post on Facebook about reminding people how to promote Young Living, and um, one of the things that it was saying was a no-no kind of felt a little bit like something I might be doing uh, by promoting my Young Living um, marketing and such in the beginning of my podcast. So even if it's, it has nothing to do with that, um, it's just not, it's not yielding results for me um, in any event, and that's okay. And I still use Young Living Essential Oils all the time, and those are the ones I trust and love. Um, if you have any questions about it, I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it, but it has nothing to do with my coaching business or promoting uh, Q the Coach. So I'm going to stop putting um, a commentary about essential oils in the beginning of my podcasts. Maybe I'll talk about it here and there, but I'll talk about other products as well, but just not mentioning any anything about Young Living's name moving forward um, because it just left a left a strange taste in my mouth. Not to say that, that Young Living did anything wrong or that the person that posted this had done anything wrong or even meant that I was a part of what they were discussing, but it's just something I'm going to leave off. I am still a Young Living distributor. Um, if you want to know about it, you can reach out to me, but We'll talk about it offline. I'll create a separate Facebook page somewhere down the line that's just devoted to my Young Living business because it's, it's separate from my coaching business. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that because I did not mention anything about a essential oil in the beginning of my podcast today. So that's it. Um, I really wish you well. I really hope that if there is anything that you are 
anxious to uncover and struggling to find the courage to do so, that you can reach out to me at cuethecoach at yahoo.com, spelled Q-U-E-U-E, the coach, all one word, at yahoo.com. And uh, if not, you can also check out any of my Facebook posts. I'm going to be going live a little bit later this afternoon as well, just to give pretty much the same update um, as on my podcast here. And uh, I look forward to what next week brings. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about with you next week, but uh, I look forward to hearing from you at some point. I would love to engage with this audience, so please reach out to me. Um, you can also feel free to go to anchor.fm and leave me a review or rate this podcast anywhere that you are listening to it. And please, 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 if you find any of the information helpful, please share it with any of your friends or relatives that you think may be able to benefit from it. Because all I want to do is spread the message of positivity, love, and holistic health, and just see everybody's life get just a little bit better. And I hope to be a part of that movement, and I hope that you do too. Thank you very much. Namaste, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.